Hey everybody, welcome to another episode. I'm Matt. I'm Mandy. And this is another episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us again to dip into those movies that shaped our childhood. We are uh, going uh, not super far back into this one. Uh, we've done some older ones. This one's yeah. uh, not, not too far back in there. Uh, and Mandy, what are we doing today? Today we're doing the 1993 classic Dazed and Confused. Classic. Super classic. <laughs> Dazed cult, and Confused. Cult classic. Yes. And of course, we always like to tell our audience, if you've never seen this movie, uh, please take a moment, go find it streaming somewhere, watch the movie, come back and join us for the conversation. And, and you're back. back. All right. It's the greatest movie of all time. <laughs> and we, uh, of course, we don't talk about these movies alone. We like to bring in a comedian to help us uh, dig into this one, peel it back, find out what the hell's wrong with this movie. Uh, please welcome. We have a very special treat. Third time returning guest hey. to the show. Uh, Kalamazoo area comedian Bob Fredericks is with us, everybody. Thank you for having me. Yay, yay. Right back in the studio here in Hastings. <laughs> Hastings, Michigan. We don't need that damn satellite studio this morning. We're here at the dining room table. Yeah, this is my fault. Back at home. <laughs> Bobby, I need you to move up on All the right, mic. Just get in. L- yeah. I'm in here. Get eating right, that mic. Right up in it. All right. I've got bad microphone posture. <laughs> <laughs> bad mic etiquette. I was going to cut all this out, but we'll probably just leave it in. Yeah, so, why not? Yeah. I mean, that could. if you could just isolate my like track the whole time, and then you can just cut me out later. <laughs> why, don't you just, why don't you just eat your cookie like, yeah. all up on it? Yeah, just be quiet. Have eat oh, your cookies. Yeah. And we'll oh, just, yeah. We got a bone to <laughs> like you guys completely misrepresent me. I don't mind, but like um I guess I came out on top because I'm white Ricarlo now. So that's that's true. Oh my gosh, so true. <laughs> like No, I enjoyed your performance on our uh, me too. on our lost uh, Lost Boys episode. Well like I I had a head cold and I was on a lot of cough medicine <laughs> and then Scott and Mandy took me for a ride to get here because my car just died. That was an adventure. Uh, much like this movie that we're about to talk about. <laughs> and then I'm sitting here and it's like mom and dad are fighting uh-huh. about their favorite movie. Uh, I know. <laughs> or about Mandy's favorite movie and Matt just hates it the whole time. This is going to be very similar. I, I, feel I, like. I feel like it might be. Yeah. And then I was just kind of in my own little world because it was entertaining to watch. <laughs> And then you guys are like, oh, you're not really into this. And I'm just like, I'm oh, picking you, my battles. You were hilarious. You were awesome. <laughs> it was great. No, it was fun. Um, All right. So we are watching, or we watched already. We're discussing today the movie Dazed and Confused. And Bob, uh, can you please tell us how long it's been since you saw this movie before we made you watch it for the podcast? This particular movie is probably a once a year or every other year watch for me. Like sure. whenever I'm just like, oh, yeah, that movie's funny. I'm going to watch it. Like I really enjoy it. Uh, Matt, when is the last time, like, have you ever watched this movie before? Nah. It would be no. a lot cooler if you did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've never seen this movie. I it, This movie had been in my house. Uh, my wife had it. She had it on VHS. Even she had never seen the movie. Oh, wow. She tried to watch it a couple of times and just couldn't make it through it. Yeah. It's, uh, and then eventually we got rid of the, the VHS. You're like, screw this. Yeah. Just who cares? <laughs> just put it back to Goodwill where it belongs. Right. Mandy, how long had it been since you saw? Um, it had been a few years. I, maybe, I mean, maybe even close to ten. Yeah. Um, but I watched it a lot as a kid. Sure, a lot. Uh, I, I but I listened to the soundtrack all the time. Does it? Uh, did it hold up for you? Um, you know, it's funny. It didn't. Like I watched it this time, and I'm like, oh, it's not quite as good because yeah. I'm not. I don't have that like teenage angst, you know? Right? Were you like sad the damn about, the man? Were you sad about it with watching it, knowing what I was going to think about the movie? Um, yes and no, because I watched the making of it after that, okay. and it became. 
I, I love the movie even better now. Back again? Okay. Because uh, it was the first movie for all these people. Yeah. yeah, that was an amazing part about this movie yes. for me. Is- What's crazy about this movie and what I wanted to bring up on here is the <laughs> synopsis on this for um, Hulu uh, gives this movie as uh, starring... Uh, Matthew, Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey. <laughs> and Mila Jovovich. They uh-huh. retconned that. Which sure. <laughs> Mila Jovovich says like seven words yeah. in the whole fucking movie. And McConaughey shows up like 40 minutes deep into this movie. <laughs> she and plays actually, that creepy song. Yeah. Like, Watch them fly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, that makes me laugh though. I'm like, oh, okay. So this was clearly a big hit for all of these other people <laughs> they're showing. They're like, please watch it. It's got Matthew McConaughey in it. The guy that plays Pickford, um, Sean Anderson, yeah. him and Mila Jovovich or whatever, they got married. <laughs> it's going to be a fun. Mila Jovovich. I mean, every time we talk about her, I need you to say her name entirely. <laughs> Jabba the Hutt. Yeah. Whatever. Jovovich. Josephette, yeah, Josephette, yeah, ultraviolet, Marty Josephette. Anyway, the two of them got married the year that they made this and divorced. Oh wow! So apparently, they just had a really good time in yeah. the in the thirty six days of filming. Sure, was that how long it took? Uh, it did, yeah. It was, um, it was like a summer camp for these. You know what I like about them casting calls? <laughs> I get older. Um, the, the actress, the the age range for the actresses is the same (laughs) the uh but what i was gonna say is um matthew mcconaughey that his um water what is his name not waterford um hold on wait for it this is where everyone shoots their radios and makes angry i knew this i i knew this going in wooderson Wooderson. god damn it you guys this is like your favorite movie and you you lean on me for this i know i apologize um what well he (laughs) cut all that it's a moment of weakness he was he was um he was only supposed to have like a couple of lines sure and matthew mcconaughey came in and they him and the casting guy like they they didn't even they they just like got kicked out of a bar back or together like they were drinking at a texas bar yeah and then they got in like a fight and they got kicked out together. That makes total sense because <laughs> and he's like, hey, hey, would you like to do a movie? You know, would you do this part? And then he was just so like charismatic. Yeah. That they're like, we should have more lines for this guy. And, and it does sound like they made up most of his lines. Though. They <laughs> did. actually, Yeah. But he said he learned how to he learned his walk from that movie because it was his first one. He's like, you don't lead with your chin. You don't lead with your heart. And he's he like puts his hands down his groin and he's like this. This goes first. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, the casting director for this, though, was also the casting director for Fast yes, Time Fast at Ridgemont Times. High. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I totally love that movie because I yeah. got it so right in I that feel description. Like, <laughs> I feel like I would enjoy that movie more so than, than, this, uh, one. than this one. But um, I don't know. Should we dip into that at all? I yeah, mean, as far can. as like I, this movie is clearly not for me. Yeah. Like I'm too much of a square <laughs> to enjoy this movie for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was. I would rather watch Star Wars twice before I watch this movie. Again. <laughs> That's saying well, something. Yeah. At least we're gonna get you through those uh, prequels. There, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm still. I'm still at the exact place that I was the last time I spoke about Star Wars. I have not. <laughs> yeah. Taken where, a, where is that? I have, I'm, I'm not sure if I caught the last up. I'm halfway through number six. Okay. So like the third one of yeah, the yeah, originals. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I haven't uh, made it any further than that. I, just, I feel like the the first three episodes, uh, well, the prequels, yeah. are. About the same as watching the new ones to me. Okay. Um, only the new ones are probably more on point for the storyline and canon and everything. Okay. But the old. Oh, there's canons? Uh, All right. Well, like the story. <laughs> I know. I'm using Arr. words. I'm just, yeah, I'm just waiting for it to get interesting. That's, I, I, need more, <laughs> well, it, I need more canons it in my pro- life. <laughs> it probably never will. Yeah, that's true. 
But yeah. it's so is, funny to listen to people try to justify enjoying Star Wars because most of them are like, listen, I get it. It's not that good, but it's the greatest movie of all time. And to me, that my brain explodes. It helps whenever. you kind of understand just the the pop culture significance of it. It's just like, all right, at least I get these references Oh, yeah. Now. It's been and worth it for me to go through and, and dip into them just so I know what people are talking about and why it matters to right. them so much. But. Which I feel like out of the... Um, like the original Star Wars is probably my favorite one out of all of them. Sure. Um, that because I mean, don't they blow? I can't even remember anymore. Though. So <laughs> that's the thing that doesn't matter is no I don't doubt. remember like one, like the four through six. Like, I don't really remember everything that happens. I just know that they blow up like two Death Stars or something. Yeah. So you guys are tuning in to talk about Dazed and Confused. <laughs> right. I, I try to justify this, but to wrap it He's up. going to wrap it up. <laughs> It's going to be a Bob Fredericks 5, 20 minutes later. No, um, the prequels are worth like a little bit easier to watch because it's more modern technology, but now it's still 20 years later. Yeah. And it's like, this looks like shit. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's gonna, it'll probably have the campiness of the originals now. Uh, yeah. I'll let you know when I get through them. Okay. Uh, you'll probably hear me you'll be cry about them on the podcast. But All right. Uh, I want to, before we play this clip, we're going to play the first clip here. Uh, did you ever have anybody who you were like close friends with that ever had like a secret? handshake or like a specific handshake to that person i i i don't think i really like we used to make them up when we were drinking and yeah. stuff which i'm sure is supposed to be the reference for all these people well i mean you have. say while you were drinking but it's likely that these <laughs> shit bags had them prior to even because some of these kids are what middle school or or yeah. just starting high school well, right i mean all of the, I, it's pretty much like the seniors that have all been like oh yeah cool yeah oh, and they're then, so fucking if gross you notice though it's like the last part of it is like their favorite drug to do together and it's always donnie that has a secret handshake yeah like with uh pickford the drug dealer yeah they do like the weed uh-huh. and like they also do that with slater but then when he shakes hands with wooderson uh-huh. like they do the cocaine spoon well <laughs> they do no the, they do the, like the finger smell as my if, fingers yeah. bullshit. i thought it i thought it was for like a cocaine reference no, 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 uh, no, no it's, it's for a fingering reference <laughs> yes absolutely it's like this all is... right so i'm a sweet summer child uh, yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm like what here's a sample of the most recent vagina i've been in is what it was, yeah. and it's awful like yeah. it's the worst thing to do out loud and, all right, <laughs> and then he licks his lip like, yeah. uh. what a gross bunch of I don't know. assholes! I still think it's a cocaine reference. <laughs> um, so Don, is. Don is played by uh Sasha Jensen, who I think is smoking hot. I don't know who that is. He was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer, he plays like uh, uh, the the movie. Okay, who is he in this movie though? Um, I don't know any of oh, their he's names. The he's one that wears overalls. overalls. Yeah, got it. Okay, the the horn dog. Guy. Okay, yes, and he was in um the movie Grind. Like I, I those are the two movies that come. He was to mind. in the movie Grind. Yeah, he plays the in the skateboarding um, yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. He plays the one. He's like, hey, if you steal, the, if you reach in there, you're pulling out a stump because he, the kid's trying to steal. I haven't seen that movie in a while, but. Also, isn't the main character in the movie Grind too as the professional skateboarder? You know, I thought that too, and he's, he, I don't think he is. I thought, no, he he is. He's <laughs> oh, like the main guy. No, his his brother, his it's twin his brother. brother. That's what it is. Jeremy, okay. that, that's and Jason London. And then uh, Sweet London. Lou is a version of Wooderson. Yes. <laughs> All right, Absolutely. so we're tuning in to talk about the movie Dazed and Confused. Well, it's just, that's how, that's how, like, um, that's why I would like this movie, though, is like, it's very prolific for. 
Yeah. Like, well, a that's lot of the pop thing. Culture, yeah. Like, these people, um, the redhead, Marissa uh, Ribisi, uh-huh. she's twins with Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, you know, weird. Who, yes. I mean, okay. Have we had him, a movie with him on I don't the, think so. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's an actor, but she also is married to Beck. They've been married for 15 years, and he okay. just filed for divorce last week. Oh, dang. Ooh. So when I looked her up and it was like trending, I was like, oh, hell yeah, we're going to be talking about current events. <laughs> so that that's the red, the curly red haired yes. girl? That is the only person in this movie that I care about at all. Uh, like, really? She's like the only one that I w- want to see what like happens or whatever. Person. And she still ends up doing a stupid shitty thing at the end with Wooderson. I'm like, how the fuck does he get to succeed? He's an asshole and he's the grossest person. But, uh, we do have to talk about eventually and I don't know if we're going to do clips first because we need to like get in somewhere right. in this podcast. But this is the origination of all right, all right, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, before we get there, though, I, because we were talking about the handshake thing, I want to talk about, uh, or I want to play the clip here. We meet Slater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Slater. And they cap it off with their stupid ass handshake. Cochran. Slater, <laughs> Just listening to this without the visual to it, it makes me so mad. I'm like, better, it's just slow that's, and dumb sounding. Um, that's a wig that's attached to the hat. <laughs> oh, really? Slater. It's legit. Not Not a wig and a hat. It's, he oh, puts yeah. the hat on and the That's hair is attached. Funny. Nice. <laughs> I love him. <laughs> That's the thing, though. It's like before this part, though, he's like walking down the hall, just like zooming. Yeah. Like they were on lunch or like in between classes. <laughs> like they don't even have to go to class because it's the last day of school. Yeah. And they're just sitting here doing whatever they want. And he's just like, yeah, I smoked all this weed. Now I'm like floating down the hallway with 50 elves, man. <laughs> like... <laughs> So that's obviously outside of my wheelhouse. Like yeah, that's yeah. never been a thing that I've either. Yeah, this I, you will not understand any of this movie. Is this like real life? Like, is this what happens to these? When I was in shits? high school, this is I, like I was thinking about it, and I'm like the whole like being outside at a party. Yeah, I don't know how many fields I tented in and woke up with like my tongue being five size, you know, five sizes too big, and like needing water and having to pee. You know, this was just kind of my deal. Yeah. I mean, I've been, I've done some like woods drinking before and shit like that. But I mean, like these people are going about their everyday lives just full on gone, like yeah. forever. And that piece of shit has like a fucking, like if I showed up to high school with a pot leaf on my shirt, just yeah. fully displayed, I'd be, mm. I'd be like, I'm, you're done. Like, Back in the seventies, the adults don't care. Obviously they're letting these kids get true, their, though? Like, get, is, I don't, their- I don't think the adults did. Cause like when the principal like yells at Randy, he's just like, I see that other group of kids kids that you're running with yeah. where nowadays if they think kids have pot they're gonna like bring in the drug dogs and like yeah. stick a SWAT team on them back then they're just like oh those are just burnouts just let them burn yeah. out well, fuck, most of those schools had like smoking rooms for the yeah. for the seniors like in the exactly. teachers lounge yeah not only like that but they're letting these kids beat other kids with a paddle yeah I, well that okay. obviously do not care let's get in that. yeah okay let's first of all we'll give a brief rundown of this movie right so uh, these guys are becoming seniors mm-hmm. the next year, and in the summer between, they apparently terrorize. Except for O'Banion, he's a, a senior twice. Right, they terrorize freshmen coming in mm-hmm. uh, as freshmen, which the same thing happened to them. So now they feel compelled mm-hmm. to do it to uh, the new class coming which, in. Before you, you guys have seen this movie. Did you ever hear of a freshman hunt? Like I didn't realize that this was. Um, we had squares in high school. Do you remember squares? Squares no. where they would line Ooh. the seniors would line the hall, and the, there were two big squares of concrete. Like okay. they were, it was like giant tiles. And whatever square you stepped on, you that like that senior would punch you in the arm. Do you remember oh, so, that? No, what? I did not. Yeah. Did, where did you go? I, to- well, uh, okay. So obviously, though, this is a thing that is the popular kids 
bringing the popular kids into getting to know the older popular yeah. kids. So it's a hazing thing. If you thing. didn't get hazed, then you're unpopular. Right. Well, that's the thing. So they didn't. They clearly didn't take every seat or every freshman, right? Like, because at one point the girls go over to that one standing by yeah, the yeah, fence yeah, yeah. and they're like, "Hey, are you in or out?" And yeah. she's like, I guess I am. Well, girls had a choice. Yeah. But the guys were like... I mean, Mitch Kramer, get- he must be real popular because everyone wanted a piece of that ass. <laughs> but it was only because his sister told him not to, right? Right. I mean, that was- well, that made it worse. So but I, at- I know this is going to shock you, but Mitch was literally walking out of a coffee shop. The actor, Wiley w- Wiggins. Wiggins. Yeah. Um, he was walking out of a coffee shop and they're like, hey, do you want to be in a movie? And he's like, sure. <laughs> All right. See, I don't mind him as an actor. Like, I thought he did a good job. Yeah, he was. Like, it seems it was like okay. his character is like, hey, uh, we're going to do stuff to you. And he's like, oh. <laughs> All right, yeah, cool. <laughs> but it's cool. the same thing with um. Be sure. cool if you did <laughs> with Kristen, the girl that um, you know the the real quiet one. That, yeah. Uh, her name is Kristen in real life. I don't remember what her name is in the movie. The one that uh, proposes to Anthony yes. Rapp. Yeah. She was. It was the same. They were like, "Hey, do you want to be a movie star?" She's. Like, I couldn't okay. believe that guy, uh, Tony. Yes, I know Anthony him, Rapp. Yeah, I know him from Rent. Rent. Uh-huh. Right? <laughs> And I was like, why is he in this movie? This is so bizarre. Well, yes. He's got such an awkward part, though, too. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, when he's like telling Adam Goldberg about uh-huh. his dream, he's like, so I'm getting why? it on, right? <laughs> okay, so I have, I have that clip. Let's go ahead and just do that for now, and then we'll talk about it after. I got to tell you about this dream I had last night. Oh, yeah, why is that? But, um, oh, yeah. In my dream, I'm molested well, by um. There I am. What's his name? You know, and I'm, I'm, I'm getting it on. Wasn't molested. Know, with, what Michael Bird. Perfect. Female, uh, <laughs> but Kevin well, Spacey. Well, well, I, this is the guy that accused yes. Kevin Spacey of oh. getting built up like that. You know, and not deliver. Right? I mean, come on, a perfect this female body. It's not a bad start. Perfect female <laughs> body with Michael Bird's head. <laughs> oh God. Uh, I mean, the hat and the beard. Singing oh, well, Little Mermaid. There's nothing too deep in this one, right? Okay, so he that also, he's also in um, Adventures in Babysitting, which we're going to yes, do eventually. Yeah, uh, so that happened, right? Yeah, and I'm thinking, okay, so that's going to set up something for later on down the road. Because nope. otherwise, why the fuck would you waste so much of my life listening to you just talk about a dream? Because <laughs> it's like when a stand-up comedian goes up on stage and talks about a dream, right? Like. And then it's going to, it should be a bit. It should be a bit, but it never is. And it's always a waste of my fucking life. And no one, (laughs) no one believes you. Whenever you go up on stage and you talk about a dream, you're like, so I was flying on this crazy bullshit. Like, were you Bob Dylan in this dream? Yeah. And then, and then some uh, monsters (laughs) floated down. No, no, it didn't. That none of that happened. You didn't have that dream. Yeah. Why are you wasting my time? It's just this premise set up for a punchline later (laughs) on down the road. This movie never comes out with a fucking punchline. I don't know why we talk about... There's so many points in this movie where that happens. Well, there's so many points in this movie that are more interesting than that point, and you picked No, it well, that is so much more interesting to me <laughs> than this movie is. It's the like, I want to know thing. why this happens, it's what like, it does to his life, what the what story... Let's see what kind of DVS yes. he comes up when he like has his freshman hit on him. The other point that's very similar to this would happen very soon after this was the Gilligan's Island bit. Yeah. Why, well, like that seemed like such a great plot point for the movie that it was going to turn into this like allegory of like well, it's, two women who one's wholesome and one's a whore. And I'm like, OK, so that's where this movie's going to go. And they'll equate it back to this no, Gilligan's Island. You thing. are looking for way too much. Into it's this. a movie. There though, is nothing in this well, movie. I'm hoping that this, there's something. This movie, though, like I feel like it wraps it up good at the end. We'll get to that. I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Hopefully. And the thing is, it's just about the monotony of 
life as like a exactly. 14 through 19 year old kid with nothing to do in a small town yeah it's just the conversations that they have are pointless yeah. so what is the main plot line to this movie it's, what's the well, story it's, it's based on america american graffiti okay like the original american graffiti all right and um yeah that's that's kind of like the thing that brings it all together is the aerosmith tickets well and it's just they're it's a coming of age type mm-hmm. of thing or like a it, there's so many different lines though it's like because this is one of Quentin Tarantino's favorite movies was a fun fact that I read. <laughs> and, but like still, it's just one of those dialogue movies where there's just a little like a lot of small little pieces of mm-hmm. life. And it kind of captures like those types of It's the people. last day of school. They want to follow him for a day. Right. What do these kids do for this evening? But the thing that holds the most weight, like the point, the one of the side stories to mm-hmm. me that holds the most weight is obviously the the quarterback. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Pink going Floyd, against, Randy, Randy Floyd, going against his coach, uh-huh. not yeah. wanting to sign this stupid ass pact that he's supposed to sign, Man. and trying to decide how to be his own person yeah. and move forward with his life while not following their rules. Right? You got to keep on living, L V I N. Which, but, like, so that is that is the the strongest plot point in this entire movie, yeah. and it's so fucking weak. Like, I don't care at all about any of those characters. Or him, or the fucking pothead losers. Well, it's also kind of like a a woe is me, like where they kind of turn that on its head. Like, hey, don't be a little bitch about this, right? Like, right. like this you're is not, not making just a you. huge statement. Like, we're just stuck here as kids right now. Right. It's great that you like. It, I think one of my favorite lines of the movie. Got to pick is his like, battles, man. Where like, he's like, I don't want to refer to these as the best day of my life. Like, I, yeah. there's more to life than this. And then his friends just like, well, let's make sure we're doing everything we can so we don't regret what we did right. while we're here. The problem is, if for a lot of those guys, and I think a lot of those like the upperclassmen assholes with paddles, I really think these are the best days of their lives. Yeah. Yes, and they're so scared of that being the case that they're going to try to do whatever they can to stop that. It's funny you yeah. say that because the nerds, you know, like McConaughey references, hey, why don't you ditch those two geeks and come get in the car with us? You right. know, they're the ones that are actually going to be successful. Yeah. Here. Did, you, like, did you clip the, I just want to dance. I yeah. Didn't, I didn't because that was fucking stupid. <laughs> it is, but that's also a nothing. He's an ineffectual nothing. Yes. I mean, yes, exactly. Was that, Fashion. Yeah, was that right. true? Like, do you think he literally wants to be a dancer, or he was just fucking around in the backseat? Well, of that car? I feel like he doesn't want to grow up and like be what his parents want him to be and go be a lawyer. And like, I don't know. When I was like getting out of high school, like I wanted to like 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 people want to like give back to people, and then yeah. before they realize that people suck, right? And it's not easy to like be in a position where you like go join the Peace Corps, or become a social worker, or do something that's sure. good for other people. Like people get broken down, but like when you're that age, you're like, I want to change the world. I want to do. But I, I want to get rich doing it. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, yeah, you have all these other conflicting forces, so it's kind of like that. You see some of that. Like it's it's not all just about one thing, but I feel like it is a good like lens of that it's not an amazing movie but sure. it's, did you, it's great in itself did you cut were, were you able to clip when mcconaughey gives his little speech at the end when they're on the 50 yard line oh shit. this is when he says you know you got to keep living Olivia in well are we fast forward to that well no the reason i bring it up is because man it's the same bullshit they tried to pull in my day you know if it ain't that piece of paper some other choice are going to try and make for you you got to do what randall pink floyd wants to do man let me tell you this. There's a reason the older this is you do get, the more rules you're going to try to get you to follow. <laughs> you just got to keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. 
<laughs> so they flew him back to film the scene yeah. because his dad died during this filming. Oh yeah. <laughs> so he like they said he said that 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 was very poignant for him, you know, because he was like you just got to got to keep so living. So when you say that was that not originally in the movie? No. None of Wooderson only had like two lines. He was supposed lines. to be just I mean that. like did they close them like we're like cut rap we're good and then they brought him back to add that little bit at the they, end. They they decided to do the 50 yard line. They knew they wanted to do the 50 yard line thing but they didn't know what they wanted to have done there. Okay. And that's when they wanted to try to bring like all the significance of everything around. And that's why they kind of have like the deep oh, conversation. That's great. I mean that makes sense. That's the end of the movie essentially. Mm-hmm. That's what closes off his storyline or whatever. But it would have been so much better had it not been Wooderson to give him that information because Wooderson is still a piece of trash. Like yeah. he so he kept living but he's literally reliving yeah. his fucking but senior he's, year. He's, all he's the time. grasping on to, yeah, staying, ha- right. partying with high school. It would have been so much better and for me like, yeah. if it had been one of those fucking nerd fucks that just got accepted to college yeah. right. or just was like, listen, I went through four years of absolute shit with you fucking people, but I decided right. to keep on going. I decided yeah. to keep on living. And now you see I'm going to because who in this movie is a good person? Right. Like, is there anybody in here that's like, well, it's a redeeming quality for this film because I don't see it. I, I Everyone in here is like, oh, my God, these, I hope these people fail. Well, Wooderson sucks. <laughs> but what kind of like 19 through 21 year old doesn't, suck. doesn't fucking suck? That's true. Yeah. And the thing is, like, he's obviously doing pretty well for himself if he has a fucking Camaro. Right. And but he's just working at the factory I trying know, to keep some coin in his pocket. You want to know what? In the fucking 70s, that's a millionaire now. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a fucking millionaire now. That's a thing that doesn't exist. Like, <laughs> Which Wooderson is awful. is fucking living on like Gull Lake in a giant house, <laughs> retired comfortably with a pension, 18 different kids and like two divorces. But right. like he is doing all right because he He's just doing kept all right, all right, all right. Yeah. L I B I N. And the and the, the rebellious uh quarterback fuck ended up working at a car wash for the rest of yeah, it or whatever. He's like, bald right. now. Yeah. yeah. And, and like the one you want to be successful and you know like oh I hope he really gets it and But and he sucks too. Like he, they also He starts out with the girl from Biodome. Yeah. Yep. And then Joey, Joey Lauren out, Adams. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which she's probably the stem of my puberty That's at some true. point. Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know. I always liked the movie she was in. Yep. And uh, basically, he cheats on her throughout the movie. Like, he's just like, all right, when I see you, we're together. Uh-huh. And which then, is funny because they make a reference to that later on yeah. in the film when he's all like, never tell them yes, never commit to anything. Yeah. Just be like, we'll, we'll probably line up later on. So or he's whatever. constantly like in the struggle not to become a pile of trash <laughs> where like, uh, Matthew McConaughey finds the value in the redhead girl like yeah he's gonna sit there and try and like bang all the chicks he can but right. he's like I like that girl yeah. but it has nothing to do with that I know, girl but that's the, the worst time. part for me because I'm watching this movie going I like her and I hope she's a part of this movie and more like has a solid storyline and she just ends up with this fucking piece of trash. And yeah. I'm like, why? Which is okay, true I, for life. But I mean, who's, who? Who in the movie, like in that town, is better for her? Like none of them. Like, <laughs> I mean, maybe she, Anthony Rapp. Maybe. Yeah. yeah, Tony's pretty great. Yeah, I think. Okay, so but they're this, just friends. Like yes, right. And I and I think the one thing that you have to understand is this is supposed to be a day in the life. Right. It doesn't have to have a climax. It doesn't have to have like some kind of epiphany. It literally is. It's just a day in the life of 70s kids that are like, you know, our lives suck. And that's just what it, and that's kind of great. That's not a movie. It is. That's like an episode of a TV show. No. And if you think about it, the music. They could have made this as a TV show. Okay. I almost wrote down 
that if anybody justifies this movie being a good movie based on the soundtrack, I'm just going to get up and leave. Well, like, yeah, that's no. not that doesn't make a good movie. No, but you, the 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 outfits, the the fact that this was the the jumping off point for like ten actors that became super amazingly oh, sure. famous, and like I don't know, like watching the making just made me love it even more, knowing like kind of what went into right. it. And and so it was shot in ninety three, yes, right? in 90, Austin, Texas, ninety five, ninety two. And that's, and that's the thing is they all fucking hate it, and Austin is like. Like the Portland of Texas now, like everyone <laughs> wants to live there. Yeah, it's an awesome place. Texas for they're like this town sucks. Well, they, every kid thinks that the town that yeah, they grew. Yeah. I can't wait to get out of this one horse town. Kind it's of like thing. I grew right. up in New York City, like, and I can't get wait to get out of this I fucking know. hick town. <laughs> well, it's like when she says, you know, like every the every other decade theory. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the sixties rocked, the seventies, <laughs> God, they obviously suck. Well, yeah. it's because you hear about the generation your parents grew up in, then you're a teenager and wander around Walmart. And then you get into your twenties and can go do shit as an well, adult I with d- money. Her stuff holds water. The sixties were crazy, like super yeah, fun. Because this, Mandy was there. No, but think about it. Like the seventies. I mean, the the seventies. Um, you know, uh, Vietnam was getting over. Like everything just was kind of blah. People were going back to work. Yeah. The eighties was total excess. Like yeah. total crazy cocaine aerobics. Like <laughs> crazy aerobics. Yeah. Cocaine aerobics. So then we get into the nineties. Meth dancers. The nineties we get grunge. Yep. And that's all we got from the nineties. Sure. And um not like the internet or like Yeah, the yeah. internet good some decent music, some alternative Y2K. rock, all of the <laughs> bands that I listen to now. Yeah. But then then I fall short in my theory because between two thousand and two thousand and ten, like nothing fucking good. I happened. know the two thousand teens have been pretty dope and then uh <laughs> Yeah. There you go. <laughs> the two thousand teens. I mean what the fuck are we supposed to call it? The, yeah. The 2000 teens. The aughts and the teens. Yeah. Fucking squared it right there. <laughs> yeah, All right. All let's right, hit sorry. some actual clips from this movie. We're like a half hour in and we've done four <laughs> clips. All right. Uh, this one's just for fun. Now, don't go getting soft on me this summer. You know, you're sitting around the, the pool all day. I would bang him. Chasing muff around. Yeah. You make bad choices. <laughs> you know, like you do all summer long. Sit around the pool all day. Chase the muff, muff around. around. <laughs> he does that creepy coach like really good. Because yes. like, I and the know, shorts. Up, it's yeah, the shorts. Like it's not like growing up playing sports. There's always like that one dad or that one coach where you just learn creepy life lessons yes. from and you're not allowed to go places alone with them just in sure. case. Well, I thought of Mr. Heathus because remember Mr. Heathus always wore those shorts? Yes. And yep. I, I mean, even though he's not creepy, yeah. but like we when we went to high school, like the he was the football well, coach. Because he's like the assistant coach, right? The one that tries to be like uh, yeah. friends yeah. with the kids. Yeah, yeah. And the and other one the that's like coach, Randall Floyd. Yeah, is like an like, asshole. He's the one that like shows them where the box of porn in the woods is. <laughs> there is one point that I wanted to get to that we're already way past that I wanted to like yeah. talk about. Uh, my one of my favorite parts at the beginning though is just and it's an illustration of a lot of how like the dialogue in the in the movie goes. Sure, it's just the wood shop at the beginning. Yeah, uh-huh. where they're making nothing. But paddles. Yeah, weapons and bongs. (laughs) Like, I was in that woodshop class, like, where we were making pipes and knives, like, all the time. That is hilarious. On the belt sander for three hours, just like, uh, like, tongue tongue sticking out, just like masterpiece, and like, all right, I'm going to put some linseed oil on it. It's so funny how how they create these things and love making them so much. Like, it's literally just an implement to destroy people's lives. If you pay close attention when you watch it, my favorite reoccurring character is that. That bong because okay. <laughs> like well first of all there's also like the non sequitur of like 
yeah, man, I couldn't believe that John Bonham one-hour-long drum set. Yeah. You can't handle one-hour on drums on strong acid, man. Like, that was like, if you look, like, Slater's mouth is not moving. Yeah. And, like, no one's talking <laughs> to anyone, and Donnie's just making his fucking paddle also, like, with that fucking serial killer confidence. So, yeah. And it's the uh, always wear uh, eyewear or whatever goggles, and the goggles are up on his head. <laughs> yeah. Like he's like and like their shop teacher, if you saw him, he's got a peg leg and a hook for a hand. Yeah. <laughs> like fucking Well, and then think about the teacher when he's like, Well, I'll tell you what my sergeant told me in Nam. Yeah. Men fifty of you are going into battle. Twenty five of you ain't coming back. Well, and that's the thing though, is like the schools, like there's all that that you can relate to and like well, they spent no time actually doing anything like productive in that wood shop class. Yeah. They just like, he's like, oh, you need more gum to like. Well, and all of them are like, seal. are you going to grace us with your presence today? Yeah. Like yeah. none of them ever go to school. None <laughs> yeah. of them ever come to class. Well, that bong though, it does show up when like the stoner, like everything that stoner kid is in, it goes on a ride in the car at one point. Yeah. It shows up at the door of the party that got canceled. It's, they're smoking out of it when they're at the moon tower. Yeah. Like it's a reoccurring character throughout the whole movie. <laughs> and then also like the, uh, like you remember the the whole boat of uh, poster board paper that like still is in schools to this day. Oh okay. yeah, like for those sure. fucking carts yes. that had the big rolls of paper on it. Yeah. Like I'm glad to see that technology hasn't been updated <laughs> since the 30s. <laughs> it, it, so did people like did actual students trash their school back in the 70s? I feel like that was because like there's over, fucking graffiti overkill, painted yeah. everywhere. Yeah, they thrash paper throughout the school when they're done like I, it just seemed so excessive i feel like that was an artistic yeah uh, i guess choice there all right i do want to hit this we did skip over this a bit but uh i want to hit this clip here and then i want to talk about it after hold on gilligan's island it's what's called a male pornographic fantasy oh my think about it you're basically alone on a deserted island with two readily available women one a seductive sex goddess type the other a healthy girl next door type with a nice butt. This so guy's very pretty. Yeah. Madonna and the whore. I wanted all of this to be in the movie more. All of these people, all of this plot line. Overweight middle aged guy. Women in this movie are scientific not made out to I mean, look yeah. like anything worth anything. Is sexy. Professor is sexy. So okay, jo- that was Jody. So I want to ask you, Bob. Yeah. Uh, Gilligan's Island standards. Uh, who do you go after on the island? Are you familiar with the show? First Not of all, very. I I am familiar, but I just can't so remember Ginger's the movie star, movie star, and Marianne, Marianne is the girl, is next, the girl door. next door. They also don't talk Probably. about her, but Mrs. Howell is on the yeah. island as well. She's super old, but she's mm-hmm. super rich, so that's another yeah. option as well. Hmm. Uh, and then, of course, we can't count out the men. There's also the men on the island. So, uh, <laughs> no. who, who Bob would you go after on the on the island? I don't know. Probably like, in the well, fictitious atmosphere of Gilligan's I, Island. Probably the girl next door. I yeah, Marianne. Or I don't know. Like money doesn't do you any good on the island. On the island, so, that's like, true. Unless, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right. How about you, Mandy? Who oh, are you going to pro- go after? The professor. Was the professor sexy? I mean, he was the only one not, not gross. Right. I yeah. would say I'd want to be good friends with the professor. Yeah. Because he's either going to get you off that the island or phone, he's going to make... He's yeah. going to make life easier, <laughs> so you want all the island technology, so... I feel I like was... you could talk uh, Gilligan into doing stuff for you, though. I mean... If yeah, you're if you're the skipper. Yeah. 
But no one. I mean, I would. I would certainly be the skipper if I was. All right, doing stuff is way too broad in that aspect. We're talking about getting off the island or getting off on the getting off the island or getting off on the island. Hey there, little buddy. He'll get you off. God damn. So there um, are a couple things about the the actors I wanted to point out. Um, you know, Ben Affleck is in this movie. We haven't really talked about him. And we nice try, freshman. There we go. I'll tell you what. Oh, Banyan. For being such brave little kids, I'm only going to give Ishii a five licks. Okay? Which uh, I love the part leading up to this where it's like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. So <laughs> like swimming around. Yeah. Like, Carl, get in the house. Get Here comes mom. House. And you. Saving the day. Get the hell off my property. Well, um, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was just uh, escorting your fine young son home from school. There's, there are some ruffians about. <laughs> so I could, uh, some so ruffians I about. So him and Joey Lauren Adams were in Chasing Amy together. Yes. Now him and uh, Jeremy London, not Jason London, who plays Pink Floyd. Yeah. Um, they were in Mallrats together. Yeah. Okay. So that's what it is. Like I feel like they had a lot of movies that they were. <laughs> trying to quietly open. Open to the cookies. The loudest bag of cookies. <laughs> Yeah, at this point, it's been called out. You might as well get yeah. right in there. Next time you come on, you're going to be like, I have a bone to pick with you. Yeah, could you guys just leave the cookies open? Just give me a plate of cookies, please. It's going to eat my shame. Oh, like the, when the, where you're like, it's so good. And I look over thinking it was about the movie and it was the cookie. Yeah, it's the greatest. Um, But yeah, so I thought that that was interesting because there's kind of like an intertwine of, yeah. of different characters and, and all that. So, Am I the only person who hates Parker Posey more so now than I ever have in yeah. the history of life. She's terrible in she this was, movie. But the thing is, is like she made that character her own. And the yeah. reason, I mean, obviously I it. know this <laughs> um, because they wanted her to be kind of like a butch like person. They wanted, she was just going to be a big bitch and just very strong. Yeah. So she comes in and she's like 10 times more terrifying yes. being little <laughs> and to- wanting to like taking so much joy in torturing people. God, I can't stand her. I hate her so much. I do love it when she says, wipe that face off your head, bitch. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> Let's try it again. That means get up, you lazy little bitches. Get up. And none of these girls have to do no, this. They, they could just it. get up and leave anytime. Yep. Well, you can tell, though, that at that point, like, she's the bully, so, like, yeah. her life must suck. Yeah. Like, she's super insecure. Well, that's the thing. You know, you know that they are just miserable, her and Bo Banyan, you know? Yeah. Um, so, Jody, you know, um, the older sister, Jody, yep. she obviously is very sweet, and, and other than when she's macking on Pink when he has a girlfriend. Right. So, that's kind of shitty. Yep. She's like, wait a minute, don't you have a girlfriend? I'm like, bitch, you fucking brought him out here. Why'd they move the keg all the way out in the woods or whatever? <laughs> so, he knew what he was doing. Do you recognize her from anything else? Did uh, she see? familiar to you in a strange way i don't know if she had one of those like csi shows or some shit no what about you bob do you know she played dead body number five <laughs> <laughs> is she mila she Chama ray- Bava, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> she's ray brower <laughs> skin it <laughs> no she is connie conehead from the Coneheads. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. And then she was also Jake from in Major League Two. She was like the female, um, like Jake's wants to be her girlfriend. She's like a teacher or whatever. So if I'm or, hearing you right, this movie was not quite the springboard for her that it, it was, was for <laughs> others. <laughs> it was not. But like I'm like I, the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, I am like, I know I've seen her in something else, but it's like something to do with her hair. Yeah, she fucking didn't have any because she was Connie Coneheads. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I didn't recognize her without the giant cone on her head. Cone? 
All right, let's get into some Wooderson action here. I know everybody's waiting for it. Narf oh, the yeah. attack. Say, man, you got a joint? Uh, no, not on me, man. <laughs> It'd be a lot cooler if you did. Oh, so great. I feel like that so stupid. scene, though, is like <laughs> the reason why Lowrider was playing at the beginning of Pineapple Express. Yeah. There's a lot of... Uh, tips to this movie and other stuff too mm-hmm. uh, even in um can't hardly wait when yeah. they talk about uh preston yeah. they're describing preston and they talk about a, a hip chick who never got much play i think one of my favorite ones which is from another one of my favorite movies uh Shaun of the dead i love it when they are in the jaguar and he climbs through the moon roof uh ed is just like hey man the leather <laughs> like it's watch like a reference leather, yeah watch uh, the leather <laughs> Um, so well, hold on, because oh, because we just talked about it, we don't want to skip. There's no other reason to play this clip, really. And that woman was Martha Washington, man. Every day, George Velma. would come home, she'd have a big fat bowl waiting for him, man. When he'd come in the door, man, she was a hip, a hip, hip lady, man. Hip, hip chick, hip, hip, hip lady. Hip. <laughs> so, love it. um, um, hip, <laughs> I'm sorry. hip lady, man. <laughs> Um, so uh, Richard uh, Linklater, Linklater, I think it's Linklater. Okay. Um, he was the original writer. This was his first big movie. He, the only other movie he did before this was Slacker, and that kind of became like a cult classic. Yeah. Okay. No, um, I think that one's huge. Well, yeah. I mean, they, but the thing is, is like they talked about the the in the making of it, the in the first ten seconds of this movie. They paid a hundred thousand dollars to have Sweet Emotion, oh, be wow. the, and it, and Aerosmith refused to let it be on the soundtrack. Yeah, uh, so they the hundred thousand dollars was like ten times more than the whole entire budget for Slacker. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> well, they spent like a sixth of the budget for this movie just on music rights. Yeah, well, and they were under budget, which you yeah. never hear, and huh. so that was kind of interesting. Would you like to try, take a guess as to what you think the budget was? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, you said it was a hundred thousand dollars just for that one song, mm-hmm. and. Bob, you want to take a whack at this? I'm going to say like $11 million. Okay. I'm going to say with an ensemble cast, that much music involved. They weren't big yet, though. Right, but there were still a lot of people that needed to get paid. Uh, I'm going to say 10.5. Okay. 6.9. Shit. And they came in, they came in under budget. Oh, wow. Um, they don't. It doesn't say like how much under budget they came in, but how much do you think it made? Not uh, too much. Whatever it was, it was a flop, wasn't it? It was a huge. Well, they the studio never they never advertised for it. Okay, and um, like basically it was like showing at like midnights. And yeah, stuff. I've, like I see it on TBS every once in a while. Yeah. Like I never saw anything about the movie. Cable, yeah. cable, the video, and the soundtrack are the only thing that kept. Yeah, you know, but it still it, it's really sad. I, like, I also million. like side note. I also like that Mandy's favorite albums are movie soundtracks uh-huh. that were also like very popular songs that had their own album. <laughs> yeah. Or it's just my, like uh, a bunch of different genres. It's just like, like Forrest Gump. You know what yes. my favorite album is? Now 22. Yeah, that's basically what she said. <laughs> but for her, it's like, you know what my favorite soundtrack is? Forrest Gump, because it spans like four decades yes. of all of the most it's popular like it has music. The Beatles and it has <laughs> yes. NSYNC on yeah, like, it. Who would have thunk? It's like Blink 182 <laughs> and Bob Dylan. And I actually, it's funny because I prefer soundtracks. Yeah. And because I come from a time back before we had playlists. Sure. So, and you don't want to listen to the you. same band. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like it's a Clockwork Orange soundtrack, which yeah. is all like right. classical music and originals for it. <laughs> well, and I like people screaming. <laughs> I, like, I like listening to the songs and thinking about that part of the movie. Yeah. And like yeah. what's happening. That's fair. So, yeah. Bite my ass. How much do you think it made? Uh, I don't know, three million. 
Um, Three point one million. <laughs> Fuck you. Prices right, me. <laughs> okay. You did it to me earlier. <laughs> so the budget was six point nine. It made seven point nine. Okay. It almost made Woo! eight. So it cleared its it budget. It made one million dollars. Yeah. yeah. Well, good well for did you get a figure? I was just listening to I think the last podcast on the way here where you're like I was my boss I was working extra hard researching this movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now did I you get it. like a total figure of like the call like income from all the replays? And I think that, I mean, that gross. probably takes into account like rental sales and bullshit yeah. too. But I think I this probably is all like of it. a certain time frame. I don't know. I mean, I don't know because I just spent ten dollars on it because I didn't have it. I've been doing movies anywhere, like between like iTunes and anywhere else that you buy movies. Like most major major platforms, you can just have it on your phone. Yeah, and uh, I I spent ten dollars on this movie to own it. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's totally worth it. I didn't need your approval. uh, Let's before we get too much further into this, we're already at fucking we're forty three minutes deep into this mess, and we haven't stopped yet to do. So we are going to play a little game with you, Bob. I don't remember if this was a thing back the last time you were on the show. I don't think so. But we're going to do a game called Chop This Synopsis, which is uh oh. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Oh my god, that is awesome. <laughs> we may, I might have to use that straight from the phone. Hold on, I was practicing. Oh, we got a couple, <laughs> couple different options. Chop this synopsis. Chop this synopsis. <laughs> that, that's the ending. I think. <laughs> Remember, we were talking about teens just laying around doing weird, dumb yeah. shit when they're high. <laughs> like <laughs> this was in between. I might have to get a, an actual copy of that. <laughs> Like a clean, a clean cut. This was me in between breaks at work in my car. <laughs> oh, in your car. I thought it was just in your cubicle. In the elevator. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best sound. Or were you under your blanket tent in your in your cubicle? Yeah. <laughs> don't hey, don't don't hate on my studio. Yeah. yeah. You're in there, and then somebody says something, be like, "Shut up, Bob. I'm on lunch." No, blanket yeah. blanket fort studios is uh, where I produce all. That my should be hot the tracks. name of your production company. Blanket fort. <laughs> blanket fort studios. Well, I remember I was talking to someone one time about producing a podcast, and they're like, "Well, how do we get all this echoey sound away?" And I was like, "Oh, you just take your recorder into the closet." Yeah, and like, because the clothes will like absorb the sound. <laughs> and they're like, I'm not gonna. They're like, I'm a grown man. I'm not gonna sit in a fucking closet. I'm like, all right, your podcast is gonna sound like shit. I've seen some crazy ass <laughs> contraptions that people buy for like sound isolation, mm-hmm. where it's literally a box you put over your head, yeah. with a mic stand that yeah, sticks yeah. through the front of it, and then you put the you foam ju- in, yeah, yeah, and you just stand inside a box with your just uh, your head. Though, just yeah. the idea of doing that makes me feel sick to my stomach. Right, I, well, like I, I can't have it. anything up by my face like that. Yeah. It, and, and well, there for, goes your social life. I know, right? For context, <laughs> since we didn't talk about it on podcasts, like when I recorded, when I've been messing with audio recordings, uh, the recording for my ad that was in a recent podcast. <laughs> it'll be on this one too. Okay, cool. As soon as we get to stop and play the ad, then okay. yes, it'll be. <laughs> well, th- full disclosure, this was recorded with a mic stand holding a blanket above my head while it's holding onto a microphone. <laughs> so if you hear any... Uh, un- Rustling? Yeah. But also you don't hear like... Uh, the fan or furnace in the background sure. or the laundry machine that was running. That's called a washing the machine. The laundry machine. <laughs> hey, don't, don't you hate my work. No, he has one of those old-timey ones that rings it out and runs it through the rollers. Yeah. I, I got like a little washboard. I'm just playing music <laughs> and scrubbing like got dishpan hands. God. All right, so when we come back from this break, we're going to end up with the rousing uh, ending of 
chop this synopsis. So basically, we need you to tell us what this movie's about in 10 words or less. I can so, do that. So listen to this uh, ad for Bob's show and uh-huh. imagine him under a blanket. That's right. All right. And then we'll go uh, back with you with the end of this uh, little game here. Okay. Hello, this is Bob Fredericks, host of Lower Level Comedy at Shakespeare's Lower Level in Kalamazoo, Michigan. I'd like to invite you all to join us every first and third Thursday for amazing comedy shows featuring comedians from across the country. On February 21st, we have Holly Bordfier, and on March 7th, we're happy to welcome Dave Stone. You can always check out our upcoming events at shakespearespub.com, or you can follow us on Facebook, Shakespeare's Lower Level Comedy. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and this, this better, better be good. good. It's a weekly podcast where two comedians review a movie before seeing it and review it again after seeing it. We'll also talk about the hottest news in movies, like how badly is MoviePass doing? Oh, it's done? Perfect. You can find us on all your podcasting hosting sites, iTunes, Stitcher, CastBox, wherever. Is you that a thing? Yeah, I use CastBox. Oh, actually. that's great. Yeah. While we're on there. All right. Check so- us out on all these things. This better be good. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Grinder, Zanga, Live Journal. Oh, that's a thing. I'm Mike Logan. I'm Garrett Elzinga. And, and that, that was good. good. And, and we're, we're back. back. All right. <laughs> Crack it open, Bobby. Uh, do we have another? Uh, should we get another play of Chop the Synopsis to bring us back in? <laughs> yeah, I can uh, hook that up. Which uh, one did you like first? Number it, uh, one or number two? Uh, Probably number two for the for, the, for the comeback. Chop this, chop this synopsis. Wait. Chop this synopsis. <laughs> there, there is more. I think chop there's. This, oh my god. <laughs> wow i want i wish you would have had video because i'm, I'm imagining what you look like while you're doing that yeah. it looks like this chop this chop this oh. yeah he's holding his ear he's like a boy band he's got a the levels yeah, he's rolling he's rolling with the homies over he's there got one of those little uh harmonicas i need to make the a pitch pipe yeah. make sure my key <laughs> Chop. Yeah, I got, I got a whole bunch of these. Do you we don't need any more of them, Bob. What we need is a 10-word synopsis for this movie. <laughs> what the fuck is a freshman hunt? It's not all right. <laughs> it's not all right. All right, okay. Uh, I was getting there, but getting revenge is much sweeter. <laughs> all right. I was getting there. Did you hear that? He was getting there. If you get the first punch, follow through with more punches. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> McConaughey keeps getting older and his character stays the same. That's what <laughs> oh we Oh my God, yes. That's, That's so one. true. That's the one I would watch. <laughs> Some people watch this movie to re- reminisce about the best days of their life. <laughs> That's the 10 words. That's Hulu is like, by the way, in a world where people watch this movie. Wow, high school seems real important when you're 12. <laughs> These are like haikus, Bob. <laughs> do you have one more that's a big dinger here we can yeah. end on? Yeah. Why do hippie Frodo's teeth have so much extra space? <laughs> I don't know if those are synopsis or they're just 10 words about this movie, but we'll take a few of them. <laughs> I love that you said that like, Matthew McConaughey, play, like, his, his character um, gets older, but his character stays the his same. His character stays the same. Or he gets older, but I, his I character stays the same. I think Wooderson could be a launching Every point character. for like any character that he possibly has done. Yeah. Well, it's funny because the very first thing that he did after this movie is mm-hmm. um, the John Grisham, um, oh, Samuel L. Jackson 
Time to Kill. Okay. And he was incredible in that movie. And huh. he plays a lawyer. And it was obviously like something completely different from this. But he did kind of like regress. Like yeah. if he went in. Let's yeah. get a, a clip of Palooza here of, uh, of some Wooderson stuff here. Okay. That's what I love about these high school girls. <laughs> I get older. They stay the same age. I haven't noticed before now, but just the revving engine in the background is like so. Oh, what'd you say? Engine? You want to talk about cars? Oh, here we go. Let me tell you what Melbourne Post is packing. 411 Posse Track Outback, 750 Double Pumper, Edelbrock Intakes, Ford Over 30, 11 to 1. All of this makes the same amount of sense to me as the rest of the drugs. The rest of the drugs and the sports in this movie. It's right next to the Seamoles, man. You see that over there? That's White Lake. See the shoes on that thing? You gotta get some tires. These are pizza cutters. And I like how the other guy's trying to say that his car sucks when he's got the way douchier car. Yeah, that's (laughs) He's um, like, you need a Trans Am, bro. That's Clint Bruno. He, um, I've seen him in a lot. He was actually in A Time to Kill. He plays. Is that same guy the guy at the party who. Yes, gets hit? Yeah. Yes. Oh, and he. The fascist? He has the best. This is one of the lines in the movie that is a reference to a Rowdy 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 Piper movie where he's like, I came here to kick ass and chew bubblegum and. drink beer and we're all out of beer yep. when I think it's from like they live uh, that Rowdy Rowdy Piper movie okay. about it's like a dystopian film only it has like uh, this 1960 or 1980s version of The Rock in it <laughs> like could be John Cena well <clears throat> so this is crazy so he is also in Bo- he was in Boston Public which I remember I loved that show um, but he was in Boiler Room with Giovanni Ribisi who is also the brother of Marissa yeah. it's like very strange like he was in Secondhand Lions Connections for School all of Rock what's weird I found out about doing this right we, we, we talk about these movies that shaped our childhood right but then we keep having these over, overlapping characters like i'm yeah. like these overlapping actors and these overlapping Absolutely. directors and i'm like oh my god that makes so much sense it does now looking back on it but back then i'm like it's crazy how many of these people were in all of the movies that i cared about well, yeah right. like rory cochran who plays slater he's in empire records which right. we're doing yes you know and um yeah it's just yeah it's kind of crazy that they're all kind of in the same it's the same funny thing. how they do this for a living yeah and, and they keep doing one. it yeah, yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> this, this is like the first one though this yeah, is yeah. like the, the the one that like made everybody this is my favorite um wooderson part so i'm gonna play this one here you heard about the party being busted right oh yeah Uh, Yeah. not to worry there's a new fiesta in the making as we speak it's out at the moon town just that right there everybody's gonna be there as we speak (laughs) at the moon town at the moon he became forrest gump somewhere in there (laughs) so you need a ride uh, no, no I'm literally back. driving my own car, you piece of shit. Well, you should ditch your car on the side of the road <laughs> yeah. and come hang with me. You should ride in this but car with seven right. other dudes. Well, the casting director knew him from film school, and he's like, hey, would you ever consider doing acting? And he's like, no, no, man, I'm not commercial. <laughs> that would not be all right. And meanwhile, Slater's in the back of the car just going, I know you. <laughs> yeah, I know you. We went to high school so long ago. Oh, okay, so let's talk about the fact that they are fucking smashing mailboxes. Oh, my God. And then he breaks the window with the yes. like I mean these kids are so naughty they're like, the worst okay I, that's what I'm saying there's no redeeming qualities to any of these characters <laughs> I don't want them to succeed I don't want them to be successful but the thing is is they're high schoolers partying right what kind of redeeming quality are you hoping to get out I of feel this? like if somebody saw me in high school they would have looked at me and went he's not so bad like I hope he does okay yeah but you're not also looking at the one night of debauchery that you had which you probably didn't that's <laughs> what I'm saying none of these people make sense to me that's so weird like, like you I don't never, I don't believe that these people party ex- ever? I've never been drunk outside of my own home 
basically. Oh my god! Other than that one time at Kyle's house when I when you woke up in the shower, the shower curtain, curtain out yeah. on the deck. That's yeah. a good story. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about but you, yeah, Bob? Every, I'm just so afraid uh, of consequences that nothing. I never allow anything to happen to me. I don't know. I drank in fields. I yes. drank in basements. Yeah, in high school, right? I drank in condos. Would you drink it on the lawn? <laughs> yeah. Would you yeah, drink yeah. it? Yes. The answer is yes. Until dawn. No, we definitely <laughs> we definitely had a lot of like parties like yeah. that. It wasn't so much when I was in high school. Like maybe like my senior year, um, but I used to like go over to my sister's house. Oh, she were all like twenty one, yeah. and I was like sixteen. Or no, I would have been a little bit older. Well, her husband's twenty one, and she like basically I, they were all older people uh-huh. that I would drink with, and then they moved away, and then I would go drink with like my high school friends because I had a lot of like my best friend is was a year behind me, so they were still in high school, and they would have like high school parties with all yeah. the people that we grew up with. Um, there so you were Wooderson, kind of. Yeah, no, definitely not. <laughs> I was not a Wooderson <laughs> by any means. Never worked for the city. <laughs> Never had any coin in your pocket. I worked. I worked at a Panera, and I, before that, I didn't work for like a year and a half as a student. <laughs> Do you think that it's ridiculous that Matt expects a night of partying high schoolers to be productive in some way? It's not. <laughs> uh, but we see them beforehand. We, I mean, it's not like they're I, all just shit faced. I feel like looking back on it, though, like, I mean. But if, okay, so give me, like, uh, Can't Hardly Wait. Yeah. Right? They dip into the characters of those people enough to realize that I care about. A lot of them, yeah, because it's a focus. It's focused on more of one character, and then what? But it's still then, one night of of debauchery. It it's one night of bad decisions or whatever. It might be that's it does it does it have like a narrower lens as far as like who? It I mean, follows. kind of. It's it follows it's, Preston Myers. It's and also his, rated PG thirteen. Yeah, whereas right. this is rated R. Well, and I feel but like there's though, no at this, content in this movie. At the oh. same time, though, this is kind of a better. Uh, image of like what the pointlessness of just hanging out doing nothing right, like what real people do yes. stuff like this like if you go and pick hang out me, all of you <laughs> lick me pick me kick all me lick me all of you god I hate Parker Posey so much <laughs> do you hate her now or just because more so now than I did but before you didn't like sure. her before Amen. God, I hate it so much. Wipe that um, face off your but, head, But, like, if you're going to go hang out and drink in a field with a hundred other people, you're not going to have, like, Mm-mm. a very standard or you're not you're only going to talk to like your best friends or like yeah. a couple people or like fucking hang out and play games and stuff right. whatever they're doing okay so most of the movies the thing is for me most of the movies that i don't like i could see the point of the lost boys right i could see it becoming a cult classic and people enjoying it in a lot of the cases i think it's probably just because it's so hacky and weird mm-hmm. but there's like a point to all of it kind of but it yeah. even, i mean even the lack of the point becomes the, the the fun of the movie like it's almost fun enough to just watch it with the idea that this is some of the strangest movie yeah i've ever seen mm-hmm. but this movie to me does not carry that like mm-hmm. it, i don't i get people are like oh it's got a great soundtrack and i love that for it but like there isn't enough substance to this movie for me to look at it from outside of myself and go yeah i could see why people would like this mm-hmm. it's just not i love it i think yeah. it's just funny though like it's mm-hmm. it's yeah. all a collection of just hilarious things like sure you start off with like the last day of school like everyone's uh-huh. excited to go party and celebrate school being over you've got like the initiation hazing ceremony yeah. everyone's gonna party at the end but you like get through the the whole like get over like the freshman hunt thing is like the big scary thing and then uh, the last part is like everyone coming together and like just not being stupid and but <laughs> also just being stupid and drinking but like just being kids. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Which I mean it all caps off with that Wooderson line in the in the fifty yard line there about just keep on living or whatever. But um 
let's do uh let's play the game i guess you want to play our uh you what's wanna, that? yeah you want to play another what? edition of <laughs> what's, what's that sound yeah i think i can do this <laughs> All right. so in this game for those of you who have not listened before we take a sound from the movie and we uh we ask of our guest to describe what's happening on screen or tell us a line maybe that's coming up or something like that. So in this particular instance, I'm ready. We are going to uh, play you a sound and I just want you to tell me what's happening on screen. So here we go. That's super loud. Is that when they're um, smashing mailboxes? It is when they're smashing mailboxes. <laughs> okay, so I was looking for sounds in this movie, and there just weren't a lot of sounds. Throw the right? bowling ball, man. Yeah. I think that was after the bowling yeah. ball. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, <laughs> there just weren't a lot of sounds in this movie that weren't either over encumbered by yeah. like music. Like yeah, yeah. Super hard. That's what music. I was going to say when like we talked about doing this movie. I realized it was going to be hard to clip because yeah. of all the copyrighted and there's just not songs. really a ton that happens. Yeah. Either. Like when it's just a sound of something. They didn't happening. have a Foley artist. At yeah. That point. All right. So then we have this one as well. So this is round two of uh, what's that sound? Yeah. Oh, this is when they're standing out in front of the Emporium flipping bottle caps. Yeah. Like yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> they take. That's why. That's how little this movie matters to me. It mattered that much less to them. That they're like, oh, let's waste a few minutes here just flipping bottle caps into the. It is into the long, wind for no reason. A long movie for yes. all this to happen. To have it to mean nothing. Yeah. yeah. Just a day in the life. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, that was the end of. What's, What's that, that sound? sound? Yay! Yeah. You, did it. you got them both, Bobby. Champion. Um, okay, so I want to talk about the outfits a little bit. Okay. I don't have any fun facts. I just really, really like them. Sure. Like, I liked the clothes. I liked the high-waisted pants that were too tight. I, I'm a huge thing. fan of high-waisted pants. I think it's great. Yeah. I like and the guys. I like the way that they dress. Oh, like she really way. liked the marijuana belt buckle. Yes. <laughs> my, my husband and I watched this and he's like, oh, it's his belt buckle. Like, he was like, that is so cool. I like how like he had it and they had to use it at one point where he's just like, mm. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just love like, it. Passes around and no. OK. Puts it back on his fucking <laughs> um, belt. They had um, I think his name is John. John O. Smith. The um, basically the only black guy other than the teacher. Yeah. Um, he, his afro is a wig. Okay. So so is Mikey's hair, or Mike's yeah. hair. Um, though I just want to dance. Yeah, yeah. That, that is okay. a wig. Okay, that makes sense. Yes, yeah. Adam Goldberg. I thought I, I believe that. Yes, yeah. I saw his hair and was like, "That's a strange." How did he keep it on with such an amazing fight going? <laughs> right. Um, and I love how he cried. Like at the end, when, like you fucking brought this on yourself, yeah. you d bag. Yeah. What'd you just say? When? Just now, man. When you walked past. What'd you say? Uh, about what? Someone's token some he, He's the type of person that <laughs> needed to be hit in the face, though. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, an observation. Huh? Aside from Clint himself, sorry. who's eventually gonna like go to prison and become someone's bitch, yeah, like, or get beat up by someone God, bigger than him. Guy. He's so like, horrible. Adam Goldberg just there needed a punch those... in the face in this he movie. Did. did you guys know any of that guy? Like growing up, the guy that just immediately rips his shirt off and is ready to fucking bare oh, knuckle box. There's with somebody. always one of those at like a party. Just someone who's way too jacked because yeah. their parents didn't love him enough. <laughs> yeah, or like right. Well, and I feel like that's kind of O'Banion too. Like I imagine him oh with like an, an abusive alcoholic father. You know, I think that. Uh, and Darla, his, uh, who is the Parker Posey. Yeah, like, Charger that was, didn't have a complete paint job. That's right. <laughs> so that's another... Uh, that, that 
happens in this movie too. It's like O'Banion gets his like one up or his comeuppance. Yeah, when he gets yeah, yeah. the paint dropped on him. But you, you can tell like he has paddled his last butt that day. I hope. <laughs> I, I want that to be true, but I don't think no. so. I think he goes at him harder now. He probably murdered probably. that yeah. kid. I, think I mean, he killed and he gets kid. in his fucking car covered in paint. Yeah, yes. that's why we didn't hear from don't the seventh. Don't get in your car, sir. Yeah, that's why we didn't hear from the seventh heaven kid anymore because he <laughs> ruined his bolo tie. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, I really hate... Uh, I really hate that guy, and yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing got fixed with him either. He got some paint. Well, I was not. I mean, and you, they ruined that fucking building too. Yeah, it just splashed <laughs> white paint everywhere. Hey, you can scrub it off, man. It's, it was probably a paint shop. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, they just stole someone's paint and dumped it all over the side of the building. I mean, I was not particularly nice to people in high school. I mean, honestly, though, if he would have shown up at the party, though, he probably would have ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Like, he would have. He probably is a terrible drunk. Uh, he yes. probably like would see, is secretly gay, right? <laughs> like, I feel like there is the, that like over masculine, yeah. sort of the lady doth protest too much. Yes, I think so. With all those guys, <laughs> with their ass paddling, I'm like, yeah. come on, guys, it's a little too close to home there. But yeah, so uh, I guess we're kind of yeah, toward the end up. here. Let's so, uh, wrap things up. How bad would you kick your kids' ass if they didn't come home until the morning and you didn't know where they were? Oof. I don't even See, know. It's funny like, I'm because not there yet. my mom was born in 60. Yeah. And so she was in 78. She, you know, she was 18. But she started dating my dad when she was like 15. Yeah. And my dad was like 21, 22 years old. He'd already been married and divorced. So she, but she was like staying wow. out like super, super late. You know, and my grandparents did not care. My dad was, he didn't even know how old she was because, you know, she, he's like, what, what high schooler that's yeah. only, you know, 16 years old can stay out until two o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday. Yeah. Sure. So I think that that's just the way the parents were. And they were all, all the parents were alcoholics. It's like that 70s show, yeah. you know, where she's like constantly drinking. Like, I think that's just the way it did was. You, did you get any of the clips from when the party got canceled? Like <laughs> the, from the, the, parents? the guy bringing the keg off oh, the so truck? Wait, He's like, oh, I figured I'd show up a little bit early. I got a little bit of action waiting <laughs> for me. He's like, I think you're at the wrong house. <laughs> and like the parents stay. You know anything and, about a party here tonight? <laughs> just thwart all the parties. Oh, that was just a misunderstanding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, no, I don't have any of those. The only thing I have that we skipped over is I have uh, the clip of the drug contract where he reads it out loud. Oh, yeah. I have um, what's her dick asking uh, Anthony Rapp if she'll marry him. Oh. And uh, and then just the last line of the movie. I mean, there's so, like a lot of there's a lot of stuff going on in the movie. But I mean, I feel like as someone who like kind of was immersed in culture like that, like, I mean, I, I feel like it there was a lot of like through lines of like, oh, yeah, like partying and mm-hmm. all that stuff but it's like um it's just it's a lot for yeah. sure <laughs> like there's so many it's just depressing for me there's no like glimmer of hope anywhere in it the only glimmer of hope is uh pink floyd there yeah uh, trying to like damn the man and mm-hmm. and i'll go about it my own way <laughs> but then you realize that he will just end up being wooderson like he'll just yeah. become no I, yeah i i think and even um jason L- london's and he's like i don't really see randy floyd like making any real money in his life yeah well, i see wooderson going one of two ways <laughs> he either leaves austin moves to new york becomes a successful stockbroker and gives leonardo leonardo dicaprio a very moving <laughs> when he beats his chest chest beating <laughs> Uh, fucking pep talk like you need a little bit of this every day and just, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. either that or he moves to Dallas joins the rodeo contracts AIDS and then starts smuggling drugs across the Dallas players club. I've got a third option he eventually grows up to become a used car salesman and just sells Lincolns for the rest of his life I just like the way it feels watch the leather man oh. alright 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 <laughs> 
<laughs> These so, prices are all right. All right. <laughs> they're not great, but they're all right. <laughs> all right, uh, Bob, will you watch this movie again? Yeah, I'll probably watch it again. I, you I bought it, right? Yeah, I have it. <laughs> so go. I'm going to watch it again. Sure. I will watch this movie again. <laughs> Mandy. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm going to watch this movie I actually want to watch it again, like just to kind of, like right now. now you can I could talk it about again. this movie for like three more hours, to uh-huh. be honest with you. Yeah, this is I, very much my childhood. I, feel I like. will never watch this no. movie again. If never, this movie's ever. on in a room, I'm going to not. Not even if room. there's a fire. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I wish that there was a movie just about like a kid that just kind of didn't like everybody and and was like really moody. And, and I could really relate to it. And then you it. could relate to it yeah. and then be like, "This is the best movie ever." Problem Child Three. <laughs> I've got a lot of best movies ever. This is just not one of them. No, it's okay. This movie I mean, is clearly not for me. I I I just think it's funny. Like it's yep. hilarious. Um, just seeing um, a bunch of kids doing nothing. But I mean, also like the party at the moon tower thing. It's just party at the moon. Tower. <laughs> no, well, and the, the lack of it's authority like, the that's around. The there's a fiesta. I do yeah. feel like this. It couldn't happen now. Like yeah. there's just shit. Like pe- people are everywhere. That's what I'm saying. Like none of this makes sense to me. It's so foreign to me. But like they destroy the school. Yeah. They terrorize each other. Yeah. They like beat the shit out of younger kids. Because well, now we're all snowflake. I, I, I guess think the most amazing thing though is that like. They had a party at like on the power plant's property, yeah. and then like the cops never showed up nope. to sure. break it up because it was very rare. Like any parties I went to, like Mm-mm. we used to like party at my best friend's dad's house, like with tons of people yeah. like that. Yeah. And it seemed like there was only a couple times that cops didn't show up because there's a bunch of fucking seventeen year olds sure. drunk yeah. as shit. I mean, whenever I got drunk, it was always <clears throat> at my own house and it was out in the woods. Well, then, like, so yeah. nobody yeah. showed up because nobody cared. I was always in a field, and yep. very rarely, I think maybe twice, the cops showed up and they didn't do anything. They just left. We yeah, had a scare. Like, Don't that drive. <laughs> we assumed that we were out in like the back forty, and like we saw headlights pull into the driveway. That yeah, we were but it was just at. like Steve with a new kid. Yeah, but we assumed it was <laughs> cops, so we all scrambled. That was the only time uh-huh. we ever got scared and yeah, ran to the woods. Yeah, how fun is that? Right? I remember laying. I remember laying in the field and like hoping, like trying to like hope that they weren't going to see like the the silhouette of a body where right. like the grass was like yep. laying down with uh, with me it was we were in a, a back 40 field and there was an old ass truck that was out in the wood like out in the, the field there oh my god I bet so some, there had been a soup kitchen of squirrels and that <laughs> bad boy or just a lot of bad things happened oh. in the back of that truck but um oh i just got poked with a hypodermic needle <laughs> yeah. oh god uh, but i jumped in the back of that truck <laughs> with a couple other kids too that we're like we saw headlights coming and we're like yeah. fuck we're done here uh-huh. and just ran for the hills i so. know the the craziest one that i that we ever had when the cops came uh, basically there was neighbors from down the street that had moseyed down to this high school party and they're all like 40 <laughs> friends with my buddy's dad um, and there's hundreds of kids just mm-hmm. like parked in this acreage and they sucker punched some kid because <gasps> they thought he stole their like expensive tequila like a bottle of Patron which is only like $40 right? yeah. so then there's like all these people in the road and like they're like because these kids went down and like broke a window in their car or something <laughs> So then, like, there's this big brawl in the middle of the street. And was it a dance-off? No, it was like a, a crazy fight, because you have a bunch of crazy, jacked-up, like, 17 through 19-year-olds yeah. ready to fight, because they're all drunk and I bored. just assume they, like, tied each other's wrists together with, like, a belt and no, a knife the craziest, fight to death. It was the craziest thing I ever saw, like, because my buddy's dad is in the middle of the street, like, trying to keep all these yeah. kids from jumping, like, these five old guys, who one of them brought, like, this crazy piece of metal, and he's, like, talking, <laughs> he's talking to this dude who... 
or no, I think it was a bent golf club. And he's like <laughs> talking to this guy, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you all want to find out how this how got you, bent? I know, I thought the same thing. <laughs> I'll tell you. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, this full beer comes flying through the air, hits my buddy's dad in the fucking eye, and like he like gets knocked out by it. And his son comes up and just haymakers the dude that he was talking to, and all these kids just run like forty kids because there's also probably a bunch of sixteen year olds there. Yeah. Because they just find out where the party is and show up. Yeah. Just twenty, like twenty to forty kids, just swarm the five people who are standing there. And I'm just it's sitting like there that watching. Thing when it. you're like, how many midgets do you think it would take to take down? <laughs> whatever. It's like, how many sixteen year old kids do you think it would take to take down well, five? I'm sitting there watching. Forty year old. I'm an ex marine. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching it, and like, it's a ton of these kids just coming up, punching, kicking everything. <laughs> like the guy who brought the golf club got it taken from him, and there's kids like hitting him with. <laughs> and then like this other guy tries to come sucker punch my friend and I push him over and these kids just all tackle him and just move and I'm like okay I don't have to do anything yeah. the cops come after that and there's like 50 cars parked in this backyard and all these kids just run like <laughs> a half mile away to the tree line <laughs> yep. and me and my buddy are like shit and we're like sitting there hiding behind cars and a cop car like comes and like drives around like no one's there yeah. and then like we're sitting here thinking we're all Mission Impossible like Call of Duty style and we're like hammered just but all of your belongings are still back <laughs> yeah. at the party and like my truck that yeah. I was gonna, <laughs> right. that my was means s- to get home <laughs> I think I pitched I had a tent there too so I was like staying yeah. in the yard that's so pretty typical that like my friend fingered some curling or something like I barely even got to wait. Use did he it. finger or give her cocaine? Because I know you're kind yeah, of confused that's about true that. What he, when he came out, he he put his finger under my nose, so I assume he was just trying to give me I cocaine. I didn't know what either of those smelled like at this time, so that's fine. But like we were sneaking around all crazy. Like these kids were like running through a swamp and stuff, and then all of a sudden, like 20 minutes later, cops leave. Like they're just like we're gonna call this one a fucking draw because yeah. my buddy's dad's eye is like boom. No one wants to press charges because sure. they're all like hicks like that. Yeah, I just want to know when the razor scooter comes out, Bob. That's what I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> no, the razor scooter was uh, retired long before okay. this happened. Right. That was like 14 through 16. Yeah. Remember that time you almost got killed on that rooftop because you had fake guns and the SWAT team came? Yeah, in? no, no, that was. I got stories, man. <laughs> But like we, my my buddy's dad just goes Ali Ali oxen free, and then like <laughs> everyone who hadn't like split like because when the windows uh-huh. got broke, a bunch of people drove, and they probably shouldn't have drove away. Yeah, yeah. but like. 50 kids come out of the woods yep. and come back and drink the rest of this keg mm-hmm. beer and yep. hang around a fire. I mean, I did, I'd be gone. Uh, there the was moment a- <laughs> some shit like that went I, down, I'd be I like, I had nope. nowhere to go. I was, right. This is like my best friend. I'm at his house. I like hadn't passed out drunk at this <laughs> point. So like I was just like, all right, here we I are. I mean, I grew up on a lake, and so I would row over. Brag. To, I know, right? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm so super rich. No, um, my stepdad's parents lived in the basement. That's the only reason why we could afford it. Yeah. But... um. So I would row my boat to my friends' houses. Like I'd sneak out and row my boat. Like and a damn be, hobo looking yeah, for yeah, a Tommy. Time. What are you doing with your day? Well, so the, yeah, right. Um, so then one time the cops came and I just got in my rowboat and I like rowed back out into the middle of the lake and it was cold. It was like October. Come and get me, bitch. Well, and that's, they you like got a DUI. <laughs> they shine their light and I just laid down like it's an empty <laughs> rowboat, floating it's just, boat. It's, yeah. just, it's just another ghost ship here. <laughs> Um, and they're like, we're Mila Javavavavavich Lake. <laughs> they like, Watch yeah. Oh, speaking roll. of her, yeah. I love Fifth Element. We should do that movie. Yeah, yeah uh, I like that movie. Yeah, multi pass. Multi pass. Chicken good. Yeah. Corbin Dallas. <laughs> Place help. And then Chris Tucker. 
Yeah, yes. just everything he's ever done is Ruby Reina. <laughs> All right, what were you saying though? Yeah, boat time. Yeah, boat. I was. I was just saying. You remember the boat time? Drunk, drunk boat. <laughs> <laughs> drunk boat. That's like a. That's another one of those like buddy cop road trip movies or whatever. <laughs> All right, we're gonna let's just get this budget together. Yeah. We're gonna write the screenplay for Drunk Boat. Drunk boat. It's like that's what boat trip started as, and then it got this whole weird second storyline of like being a gay cruise. And it just... All, right. All right, guys, we I think it. we're done. We yeah. made it to the end here. All we right, did. Bob, what do you got Good coming times. up? Anything plug-in wise, other than what your commercial told us? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, you can tell us again anyway. I mean, sure. we have Holly. Well, this is uh, gonna air. This will come out then. two weeks, two. not Wednesday, but next yeah, Wednesday. We don't have a lot in the bank. So yeah. probably the week after this comes out is Dave Stone at Shakespeare's Lower Level. Okay. And then we have an, another first-timer show at Shakespeare's on the 21st. The 7th is Dave Stone. Um, I'm going to have a kid. That's <laughs> yeah, true. Yep. So that's coming up. Um, be hosting some shows at Laugh Fest. <laughs> I like that you stuck the kid in the middle yeah. of like two different well, shows. Was, uh, they'll be on the first-timer show. Date. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like uh, any of these things are uh, subject to change if, if the child is on its way. Sure. Uh, probably going to have to cancel some stuff. Uh, all right. So let me, know, let me know all of your uh, <laughs> Laugh Fest you know. dates. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I can go up and scoop up your dates when you. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm just hosting. I didn't get picked for any oh, Laugh Fest okay. dates. It was weird. I, I signed up really late because I didn't know, like, when I'd be available for anything. Sure. Um, and I didn't really want to go up there. And they're like, oh, like, and they asked me if I wanted to host some shows because I ended up hosting like they asked me to host last year at Vandermill mm-hmm. yeah. and then um the week before was like the date or the first week I went up there and hosted and then the next week was supposed to be my date where I did like 10 minutes yeah but Adam Deggie was supposed to host but he was opening for Burt Kreischer and they're like oh Deggie's on his way I'm like no he's opening for Burt Kreischer <laughs> right now you need a host for these shows so I guess I gotta do it um, but it was a lot of fun, and yeah. um, cool. I got some bones again. to pick with those fucks anyway. Because last year I got my, uh, I got like a seven minute set, you know, one of the like the the more yeah, yeah, lengthy yeah, yeah. sets or whatever, at like a not known venue mm-hmm. out at the link. You know, yeah, I got lucky. Uh, Vandermill was really sweet. Well, this year I got another new venue, but I only got a four minute set. Okay, I'm like what did I do between last year and this year? <laughs> I didn't get picked for any yeah. showcases yeah, at I don't all. Get, and it's weird. Must well, be just more people in, yeah, involved. Yeah, a lot of people, or they're trying to get new people in, sure. or I didn't put enough like things because last year I put a ton because I was working a lot, yeah. and this year I kind of been more. Which selective. is weird for me because this year I was able to put the most professional mm-hmm. comedy that I've ever done, yeah. obviously. And uh, I got less time because I put, of it. A, I put a lot less effort in this application this year, and I did it last minute, so I think that's yeah. why. So yeah. I'm not really worried about it. Sure. And then uh, May 16th, um, this is the only the second time I brought it up, but uh, Sean Patton is going to be at Shakespeare's as well. Okay. On the 16th of May and the 2nd of May, uh, we're working on Mary Santora. I oh, we I love Mary. In, yeah, so. she's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we got Fun. a lot of cool stuff happening at Shakespeare's. Shakespeare's and Big Kalamazoo. stuff coming in. All right, where can they reach you directly if they want uh, to? Instagram, Twitter, social medias, uh, Bob underscore Fred underscore Rick. Okay. Because I got all them first names. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Bob Frederick's comedy Facebook page. All the extra words in there for no reason whatsoever. So. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Mandy, do you got anything coming up that's um, going to be within the next... Uh, I guess two weeks. <clears throat> yeah, uh, March 9th, I'll be doing the Lodos. It's a lowdown comedy. Nice. It's the very first um, comedy show. I'll be there also. Yeah, yeah. Bob will be there. So. Saturday open mic comedy. Look I know, at, at 8 o'clock. Like, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's imported, so it's a little classy. It, it was funny because Scott asked me, like, uh, I'm doing this show. It's on a Saturday. 
how do I fill up the bookings? And I'm like, <laughs> just tell people. You fucking just do it, man. Yeah. Like, people will drive for hours to come to On your a Saturday show. night show. Yeah. They're yeah. like, because so many people are just going to be like, all right, this is the third time I've been on stage. <laughs> But it's on a Saturday. I'm working, man. Yes, yeah. exactly. But, I mean, I'm sure it's you can be get a, like family to show up. Yes. Like, and friends I was like, will dude, come. If and... you have a budget to pay people gas money, like you're gonna get some really good comedians. Like, yeah. and if you, if he gets more of a budget to pay people, obviously you should. But it's like if you can offer twenty five dollars, you're gonna get your choice of a lot of people. Yeah, he's working on it. I'm really excited. He's he's gonna be great. He's hosting it with Emily Mo. We're actually gonna have um, oh, no, him. That's, yeah, uh, it's gonna be great. Yeah, Scott Overholt and Emily Mo are gonna be on the show uh, on another episode podcast they're yeah, gonna be coming doing, up here pretty um, quick beetlejuice beetlejuice yeah. so that'll be exciting all right um, you said it once and i said it once so let's not beetlejuice. say it again. oh shit now we're in trouble <laughs> uh, um, i'm like it's the same person though right we beetlejuice, all... beetlejuice, shit beetlejuice. shit you ruined it bob <laughs> you said shit in between so i, I gotta start where's keifer Be- beetle shit i don't know or, um, no who was it oh alec baldwin <laughs> no <laughs> Who played Beetlejuice? Oh, uh, Michael Keaton. Michael yeah, Keaton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? What are we talking I'm like, about? Like Kiefer Sutherland. We are we back doing Lost Boys? Gina Davis. Bring it strong. Skin it. <laughs> God damn it, Bob. Michael. <laughs> Michael. Okay. Are okay. you are you done with plugs, uh, Mandy? No, um, <laughs> on uh, March 16th, I'll be doing basketball. Nice. Uh, yeah. Nice. Up in Grand Rapids. The Delta Plex. You got Adam Deggy. Yeah. Yep. You better like jump, practice your jumping, and just fucking swat one of Deggy's shots. That's or right. you should just globetrotter it and just plan <laughs> yeah. like all kinds of crazy stuff. Can stunts, you spin like, a ball on your finger? Uh, I yeah. can. Awesome. That's the only go. thing I can do in basketball. You got to get Deggy to like, jump off you... someone's back and dunk. <laughs> like, I want for you to do that at least once during the game. Okay. And if you, you guys. If you guys need a producer for this, I I want to up the the value. The, <laughs> well, I told I already told Daddy I want to be uh, a sideline uh, announcer. Can I want to be like the halftime? Because I know I know nothing about sports, <laughs> so it would just be fun to be like. Uh, that one threw the ball to this one, I'm, and it's in I'm for in, points. I'm in for that. Like me, and you can <laughs> yeah. definitely do that. Because Amanda always makes fun of me. She's like, "You don't know shit about sports. Yeah. Like, why do you even pretend?" I'm like, "I like sports. I played <laughs> lots of sports. I just don't care about not." sports i don't play <laughs> well that's like my sister she's like you're playing basketball are you um and she's like are you sure you can do that because i've never played basketball a day in my life yeah. oh uh but to bring it back around for this movie they did have to have a stunt double to throw the pitch that mitch threw okay at, because he legit had never thrown a baseball or <laughs> put a baseball glove on so like they had to pay for a stunt double to throw a ball <laughs> a I, it was weird because i was like that was a strange looking pitch anyway uh-huh and i thought it yeah. was they put a lot and, in the meantime, too much effort into it. all the the little kids kids that were like the extras for the little league yeah. were like laughing at him nice. <laughs> so I, I forgot to tell that little, little there you go. did the stunt double also uh stand in for the paddling as well <laughs> uh, no, it would have been nice did although it. i do have to say i fucking hate how he constantly touches his face and that bothered me i thought it was like and an he acting. squints yes. he squints and does this yeah it's his nervous tick it is a, an actual nervous tick that he has in real life oh, wow so that bothered me a little less because i was like why are you giving this kid a tick <laughs> yeah when, yeah so it's just him right. it wasn't a choice <laughs> well, uh, you guys can reach out to us here at the podcast directly at uh, via email at another episode podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at another app pod and you can find us on Instagram for the show at another episode podcast on Instagram. You can look at all of our cool little uh, covers like I make the mm-hmm. DVD covers. I re uh, <laughs> reimagined with our faces on them. So it's so great. That's been fun. Um, so check out all those. Uh, check out. Uh, look for coming up shows. I'll probably post something that lets everybody know what we're doing here in the next couple of weeks, so they can watch the movies ahead of time. You can find me directly at Matt Harper Jokes on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, I think I'm on Instagram too at Funny Maddie. 
but I don't really post anything. <laughs> He's <so>. very funny. <laughs> and you have a uh, um, March thirtieth. You have March thirtieth. We got the Waldorf show coming up, and then uh, there's a couple other and things. And March ninth, you will be You're at Mathfest and the Playhouse Gold. Yeah, I'm doing the Pawpaw Playhouse in yes, April. In April, yeah. can't wait for that. Um, you're doing uh, March ninth. You're doing Laugh Fest at the yes. Golden the Golden Age. Golden Age. Just got to keep gigging, man. G I G I M. Geigen. Geigen. All right, so yeah, you can find us all those places, and then we need you to like us on uh, it, wherever you watch or wherever you listen to your podcasts from. Yeah, I can subscribe. Subscribe for sure. Tell like your friends it's working. We're getting people yes. listening from like the UK. <laughs> oh, wow. uh, we just recently got another uh, like a UK follower on our Twitter. Uh, nice, Welcome. which is great. <laughs> uh, yeah, we just keep growing, and we'll do this yeah. the hard way. It's going to be great. So thanks guys so thanks much for, for uh, joining us And then we gotta play ourselves a little clip here to play us out Thanks for having me Thank yes. you for coming And uh, here we go Alright, alright, alright Alright <laughs> <laughs> Thanks guys, bye Bye, bye.